Earlier this year, one of the movies that, uh, that became really popular, and perhaps many of you saw the movie, was The Sound of Freedom. And I remember going to see this movie and, um, and, and just realizing how hard it was to watch. And, and for those that don't know, it's a movie about, it's a true story about Tim Ballard, who was a former uh, U.S. government official, um, who goes on a mission to rescue, let's just say, children that were not in a good situation. Um, and it was, it was deeply emotional to watch uh, uh, someone so vulnerable, these children, suffer so greatly. Um, and then deeply inspiring and t- to watch the, the heroism of Tim Ballard do what he was able to do in order to rescue many of these children. And then to discover that, yes, it's a true story, and to even see at the end of, of the, the, the film, like, like actual photos of scenes that happened in the movie. I remember watching the movie thinking, like, I don't know, that's a stretch. I just don't know. That, that just seems really far-fetched. And then seeing, like, the photos at, at the end of the movie and, and seeing how it all matches up and just, just really just being overwhelmed with, with some emotion going through it. And... and as we hear stories like this, something happens within us because we, I think, we're, we're, we're moved by the example of such courage, that this is real life and someone was able to literally risk his whole life and his family's life for the sake of someone who was vulnerable, especially for the sake of children. And, and to see such courage portrayed you know, it really, it really sparks something within us. And, and then, if you're like me, almost kind of makes you question, like, wow, is that type of courage really possible? Like, do I have that type of courage within me? If the Lord were to call me to something so great, so significant, would I have that degree of courage? And I think about my own life and, and, and about those that, that I, I walk with throughout my priestly ministry, and, and it's just so evident how paralyzing the power of fear can be, that we can face fear and, and the, the heaviness of discouragement and doubt, and that can just become so overwhelming, and it can really take over our perspective, the way we see things, the way we interact with others, it can really rob us of our sense of self-confidence and rob us of our happiness and our joy and our sense of freedom. It could totally take away our peace. It's amazing the power of fear. And sure, maybe you haven't been called to the the degree of, of courage that Tim Ballard has been called to, but we face fears all the time. The fear of rejection, the fear of of failure, the fear of suffering, the fear of losing control, the fear of someone that we love having to suffer. The list goes on and on. Fear has a paralyzing effect on us sometimes. And I think about the Christmas story and I'm just so struck by the courage of Jesus and Mary. I'm so struck by their courage. And in particular, you can see in in the gospel, whenever the angel appears to Joseph in a dream. And it's right after Mary 
receives news from the angel Gabriel that, that she is going to be the you know, mother of God and, and conceive in her womb by the power of the Holy Spirit. And, and Joseph already has to make a decision whether or not he believes and trusts Mary. And I like to believe that he was quick to trust Mary because Mary was trustworthy. But nonetheless, he still had to figure out, well, what is my role? What do I do? And some theologians would argue that, you know, well, he, he truly believed Mary, but felt himself so unworthy to really be the foster father of God himself. And so he decided to divorce her quietly. But the angel appears to him in a dream and says, Joseph, be not afraid. Those beautiful words that happen throughout Scripture, and it's always so, so deep as it hits whenever you read it off the page. Be not afraid, Joseph, to take Mary, your wife. Be not afraid. And he challenges Mary, he challenges Joseph to take Mary into his home and to be the foster father of God himself. And then that's not the only time he has to be courageous because for the rest of his life, he has to face really challenging situations. And the Christmas story unfolds with a lot of difficulty. Because of the senses, they have to travel very far to Bethlehem, the city of David, where Joseph, that's where his ancestry is from, and his wife is pregnant, and traveling was, traveling is already hard, but it's way worse back in the day. And they had to travel in the, in the night and, and in the difficult conditions with his wife, who is pregnant, and all the while trust that she's going to be okay. And nonetheless, he does it. They finally get to Bethlehem and, and imagine like the insecurity of Joseph not being able to guarantee a place for his pregnant wife to stay. Imagine the, the, the sense of shame and the sense of failure that he was probably wrestling with whenever he can't find a place to sleep. And he knocks on the door and asks, is there a place in the room? And no, there's no room. And now he has to experience that great fear of rejection. He just got rejected. They probably laughed at him and thought, wow, no plans, no, no money. Like, what are, you, what are you even thinking? And then he had to build up the courage, even after being rejected already, to go and knock on another door. Rejected again, and then have to build up courage a third time and knock on another door and over and over again and until finally someone had mercy. The Lord provides and gives them a spot that they didn't expect, but they take it. And then soon after the Christmas story unfolds, then the angel appears to Joseph again and says, Joseph, be not afraid, but we need you to take the child to Egypt because King Herod is searching for your child and wants to kill it. And Joseph, once again, not knowing how this is all going to unfold, with no plans and not a lot of money, has to take his wife and his child courageously to another country in order to save them. I'm just struck by their courage to continually trust in the Lord and to let the Lord provide. And imagine the, the, the temptation to just fall into discouragement or to get tired and to just complain, the temptation to give up, the temptation to doubt, the temptation to, to question his own self-confidence and his own abilities and resources. He probably wondered, am I really a good husband? Am I really a good father? Can I really do this? 
But you see, courage is not in the absence of fear. Courage is in the presence of Christ. And that's where Joseph found his strength. And that's where Mary found her strength as well. Courage is not in the absence of fear. Just because you fear something doesn't mean that therefore you don't have what it takes to have courage. Courage is not in the absence of fear. By definition, it wouldn't be courageous if it weren't fearful. But courage is in the presence of Christ. And you can imagine that as he's walking that long journey from Nazareth to Bethlehem, and he's wondering and having that temptation to doubt, all it took was just a glance to Mary and to know that God dwells within her. And it gives him courage to keep going. And on that night of Christmas, whenever he probably could have been tempted to feel like the worst husband and father in the history of the world, to allow his wife to give birth in a barn. He could have fell into that temptation, but instead he looks to the Christ child and finds courage. Christ is his light. And courage is not in the absence of fear. It's in the presence of Christ. And it's truly Christ who is our light. And I just want to share that message with you because sometimes we can really believe the lies of the enemy, can't we? Think about it. Over the past year, was there ever a time that you have felt that paralyzing power of fear? Were you ever tempted to doubt or to fall into discouragement? Did you give in to your insecurities and just wonder if God would ever reign in your life? Did you allow it to hold you back from following God's will because the fear was just too much to bear? And as you look into the year 2024, is there something that you're afraid of? Is there something that you are uncertain about and it's providing some level of anxiety? Is there something that's causing you a little bit of discouragement, a little bit of doubt? Courage is not in the absence of fear. Courage is in the presence of Christ. And the good news of the gospel is that God came to us. And he gives us courage even in our darkest moments. And he gives us that inspiration of the Holy Spirit within us to face any adversity that may come our way. I think of the quote of St. Francis. I think it was St. Francis. He says that all of the darkness in the world cannot, dis, cannot extinguish the light of a single candle. You take all of the darkness in the world, and if there's just so much darkness, you can think of how heavy that might be, but all it takes is a single candle to shatter the total darkness. And that light is Christ. And he brings the light of hope and the light of courage to our particular situation all the time, at every moment if we allow him. And today, we allow the light of Christ to re-encourage us, to give us that Christmas joy, that Christmas peace, and that Christmas courage 
to truly believe that God is for us and not against us. My prayer for you tonight is that you would consider whatever fears, doubts, discouragements that you have had, are having, or will have in the near future, consider what those may be, and I invite you to lay that on the altar tonight, that in your heart that you would just name it and give it to the Lord, give it to the Christ child, the infant Jesus, who is the light of the world, who shatters our darkness. Merry Christmas.